This is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey come to talk. And we are live. This is Offside Hockey Talk right after the big game against the Devils, which we will get to in its entirety. What's going on, guys? It's James, Pete, and Dylan rocking the Offside Airwaves tonight. Proudly brought to you by our friends, Boxing Rock Brewing Co., the puck off Loggerdale for the absolute big game, the streak breaker itself, the Maple Leafs just played. But before we get there, ladies and gentlemen, how sweet it is to see the Maple Leafs pull off another trade from a player from the Sioux. My God, Connor Timmons coming in. And why is that? Well, because the Maple Leafs lost Morgan Riley for what looks to be up to six weeks with a grade one or grade two MCL sprain, a la what Zach Hyman had a couple of seasons ago with the Leafs towards the end of the year. That absolutely sucks. Pile on a little bit more to the plate, though. TJ Brody, not ready. Not going on the road trip with the team. That sucks. And then tonight you lose Jordy Ben again. He came back like a muscle man he is for the third period. But it does look like Jordy Ben will probably miss some time now with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, that groin thing looks like it's creeping up. Then he takes a blast off his foot. Absolutely not what you want to see. But hey, we'll see what happens. At least you bring in six foot two, two hundred and five pounds. Connor Timmons and everybody's getting upset. Well, what does this guy do? Well, this guy he blocks shots. He hits a little bit. He's mobile. And also, by the way, his takeaways are better than his giveaways. And that is something that I was preaching about Matt Dumba. Look at the numbers. It is not good for Matthew Dumba. This is a cheap, safe, right-handed shot defenseman that you got for a guy that you plucked up and signed off the So we'll see what happens. But guys, what's going on? Are you amped up or what? I am buzzing after that game. My heart is beating. I'm like... I think I'm glistening. I'm sweating from watching that game. I was literally standing in front of my TV just going, oh, my God. Like just, I was just dialed in, and uh, they pulled it off. I don't know how they pulled it off. I said when they scored that first goal, I was like, it, the game's over. I've seen this too many times. The game's over. New Jersey's been winning <laughs> overtime, and that's it. But the Leafs held on. Matthew Murray, shout out to that man because he was a wall tonight. Absolute wall. Shout out to Matt Murray. Matt Marie was dialed in. Dilly, what'd you think, man? We've been looking for somebody to stop that puck. And let me tell you, we got somebody stopping that freaking puck. I don't think I have any freaking nails back. That's for sure. Or on my fingers. I've been chewing them all off. The last five minutes, it felt like 35 minutes in our own end. Um, yeah, it was pretty brutal. It uh, Matt Marie stood on his head. Uh the fans. Yeah, well, I said they were out. Let that me tell you, that was that was cheesy, man. That was classless. I, I mean, players were getting hit with shit, man. That ain't right. That ain't. I don't care how mad you are. That ain't right. They had to send all the Leafs to the dressing room, right? Oh yeah, booking it, man. Yeah, they were booking it off, not because they were scared, man. They're getting hit with shit. I don't blame them, man. Like even. I, I was looking at the feed and I was watching Eric Holla. He's like, stop, stop. And then he was like, are you guys kidding me? Like effing stop. You guys are idiots. And I was like, if your own team is saying that, you guys are stupid. I oh, have absolutely. never, I have never seen fans. I would, so I would say there's no way we would do that in Toronto. However, we have done that in Toronto at the Toronto Blue Jays game. Yeah. Five Joey Bats. Actually, what's his name? Russell Martin throwing the ball, hitting Shingju Hu or whatever his name. Sorry if I mispronounced that. But, uh, yeah, fans threw their beers on the field. Can't say that we wouldn't do the same because we might have. I don't know if we're on a 13 game. Hey, hey. We've never been on that game, on that yeah. many game winning streak before. So I I can't say if we do that or not. Before. We had three goals allowed. Maybe we would, maybe wouldn't. Um, but that's still pretty greasy to do. I know I wouldn't. I'd be pissed. But. There's no way I'm chucking my $20 beer onto the ice. Are you kidding me? Exactly. That's alcohol abuse. What are you talking about? No, absolutely. Listen, I just think it's juvenile. I mean, what if someone got hurt, you know, whether it's a goaltender? What, what, what if you hit Jack Hughes by accident 
with a, a half of can of beer upside the head, split them wide open, and next thing you know, Jack Hughes can't play the rest of the season because he's got vision problems or something. Those things happen, man, and you're freak yeah. idiots, right? Yeah. I would laugh. Things can happen. You know, oh. someone, I saw someone say, they're like, it's a hat trick because three no goals allowed you throw your beer. That's the, the equivalent <laughs> of the hat trick. Okay, yeah, that's no, funny. Tri- the trifecta of the, yeah. the disallowed goals. But let's jump back, guys, before we talk more about the doubles game here. Let's talk about the Isles game the other night. Uh, we did not get to touch on that yet. Um, the Leafs obviously uh, lose that one, 3-2 in overtime. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Eric Schalgren to me is a stopgap goaltender. I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying that he is not at the level where you need him to be making those crucial saves at crucial times. And I know it was William Nylander and all that giveaway crap that happened that made that shit come to to fruition. But at the same time, you need your goalie to make a key save at a key moment. That second goal he allowed in to tie the game, that was the backbreaker to me. He should have had that. Um, But there were some positives in that game. I mean, Willie looked pretty good up until the OT. Looking pretty badly. He got benched again tonight, by the way. What the hell? Really? Yeah, he did. Keefe sat him down and put another guy, put Yarncroke on the first power play unit, took him I off of it. He did. You're right. You're right. So that's uh, that's that. cookie taken right there. Oh, the power play was garbage tonight. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, there, no, there's some things going on. Um, the Riley knee injury, that sucks so, so bad. Um, we all thought maybe he escaped something because he did. You know, go back to the bench. He did come out for another shift. But uh, when he went down that tunnel, and then you heard the words next day, imaging, or that night, imaging on the knee and what's going to go on. And then you uh, you start hearing the Freedmans and the Draggers of the world talking about, you know, grade one or grade two MCL sprains. That really makes you a little nervous. How serious are those? Just a sprain. It's not a tear, right? Like yeah. It's not a tear. It's what Hyman had a couple of seasons ago okay. just before the playoffs, and he came back and played pretty good. In the Hyman playoffs. came back from it. Morgan can come back from it. Hopefully, Morgan. I, I don't want to say that I cursed him, but I just got this Morgan Riley jersey, and <laughs> I may have cursed him. Dude, I don't think you cursed him, man. Okay. Things happen. This is one thing I will say, though, guys. Here we go with the Toronto Maple Leafs finally getting to roll out the depth and see what they have. Teams usually have to wait till closer to the deadline to see what they have in the organization before they make trades. But right now, tonight, Mac Hollowell didn't look out of place. He didn't look bad. He really got bites on a rush where he got caught. So what? Big deal. He's young. But Sandine and Lilligren didn't look bad elevating their minutes. By the way, physical play by the boys on the back end. I was uh, not too unimpressed by what happened there. And then they're talking about March here, Dano. And everybody's like, oh, are you going to be able to play him? And he's like, just feed me more minutes. I'm good. And they're like, oh, you can take practice off. He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, no, I'm, I'm good. So let me roll. Keep the engine firing is what he told Sheldon Keefe. But 39-year-old. Unbelievable. <clears throat> seriously. And, you know, other than running. Justin Hall's muffin tonight, Oh my God! I would. I I put it on Twitter because it's the five minute muffin from Justin Hall. It happens, but you know what? He redeemed himself so badly by blocking that shot. He burst from the front of the net, got down on one knee, and took it full blunt. I think it was a slap shot from Dougie Hamilton from the point. Oh. Got right in front of it, just full force, right off the looked like the inside of the knee. But obviously the padding's there. But wow, did he get out there and atone for that muffin? But it's every game at a crucial moment. It's the Justin Hall muffin. I just wanted to pass it to somebody else. Don't put it up boards. You don't have enough on it. Just don't. Even hold it for a minute more or something. But that muffin he just throws up there. That team's just nom 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 nom. Eat it up. Delivery hot pizza. That's what it is. It is. He's like he's like telling them like, listen this. Pizza's going to be late if yeah. I don't deliver it to you now. Oh, my God. There was one play I saw him make where he just, like, feathered it, tried feathering it over to the, the guy on the boards, and they just took it. They just stripped it right off. I'm like, what is Justin all doing, man? It, like, I know he's not a certified defenseman, like a first-line first, uh, first line defenseman, but it is so frustrating watching him make these plays consistently, and it's – I don't know what your thoughts on the depth here for our defense, but it looks like we barely have anything for playing Justin Hall – and I love Mark Giordano, but like he should not be playing on the first line here. 
Listen, man, there was a time, and Dylan, remember this one here, Ron Hainsey on the Stanley yeah. Cup champion mm. Pittsburgh Penguins was their number one D-man. Things happen. You need to have enough players in your organization to step up. And finally, some of the guys we have, the Sandines, the Lilligrims, the Hollowells, guys that we drafted and took time with that came through each organization, the ECHL to the AHL, now up to the NHL, they're able to play NHL games, which is meaningful because it means that your draft and development staff are doing their damn job. So the Leafs actually have players they can plug in. You still have Victor Mette. You have Crawl, but he's injured. The uh, Dahlstrom's another guy who's going to play too when he comes back from his shoulder injury. And in what? I think three months. Sucks for him too. You got to remember there, those injuries are there as well. But now you're bringing in Connor Timmons. So you're going to have things to use. But the Leafs are actually getting to see that, oh shit, if we go down defensemen, we have guys in our organization who can do things here. We're not doom and gloom. Keith had an interesting quote today where he said, um, whenever we have injuries they somehow seem to play better and we just witnessed them playing well at least holding off the new jersey devils from continuing that streak to 14 games they just somehow find a way to win games they're not supposed to win and it's i don't know it's unbelievable it's funny how that works right like i I don't know how they're doing this but good on them no i uh i am afraid of us getting tested in the forward depth because it's happened with the goalies. It's happened with the defensemen. I'm afraid that it might happen with the, <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah. Just, it's just seems to be the domino effect. And I'm just like, but you know what? I'm not even worried about that because you got Steve's Anderson. Steve looks good. Put on the list. You got guys in the AHL who can come up and step in who have made impacts before. I don't, think, I don't think collectively if there was three guys in like our top nine that got injured, I don't think that the, the depth could help support the rest of the group. I don't know. When Matthews goes down, JT goes to another level. And same he's thing already at that. the other level. <laughs> well, I know, but he just steps it up even further. William Nylander is another example. When there's one superstar guy out, whether it's Nylander or whether it's Matthews or Marner, we've seen Nylander elevate his game. And you know what? Tonight showed me something too, guys. And we'll go all over the map here because why not? That's what we do. We're offside. We're never onside. So the Leafs tonight did something that I told you guys they need to do. They need to have players in their proper positions. And by oh by, didn't Kerfoot look good on the third line where he should be? Didn't Nick Robertson look good playing with two skilled players? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. You know, I've been team, waiting for this to happen. All it looks like they finally did what they need to do. They had people in the right lines, and it looked okay to me. Engvall looked fine in his spot in the minutes he, he did. played. I noticed him at, at at points in the game, and I was like, funny. "Oh shit, okay." It's funny you bring up Engvall. I told producer Clark if Engvall scores tonight, I will ship you off a Pierre Engvall jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost got that an was raging all night long. He was blowing the line. It was like the pride was behind him, and he said, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm getting away. You ain't eating me today." Yeah. And he kept going and going yeah. and going. He was galloping, man. I liked it. I like what I saw. Zach Aston Reese was noticeable tonight. He David was. Camp was no- always noticeable. David Camp. But, you know, it just looked like everyone was slotted where they were supposed to be. And there was energy. They were rolling their lines. Uh And here's the other thing, guys. The Leafs held the New Jersey Devils to one goal. And they've been pretty stout defensively this season. They just haven't scored, which is mind-boggling. But we do know that Austin Matthews has the ability to score goals. Same with Mitch Marner and Willie Nylander. So we know those things will probably fix themselves. And then I heard a lot of this today about, well, the Leafs' bottom six isn't as good as last year because they're not scoring goals. But guess what we're doing less of? Allowing goals. We're playing so obviously, it's more defensively sound down there. I, I the, Those last five minutes of just trying to keep from from scoring that goal i noticed that when Kampf got the puck he took that extra second 
and cleared it out. He wasn't, he wasn't panicking, although you could hear the entire crowd. In those moments, my I, I would be like, oh crap, like let's just throw this yeah. away. He was he was yeah. calm, cool, and collected, and that's what you need. Same with Aston Reese. I loved watching what, him. That what, do, what do you think of Mark Giordano just shooting it all the way down, hitting the post? Like, oh, man. Me? <laughs> Gio, man, I was I was yelling. I was like, oh no. Because that, that was that moment where you're like, this is where it goes off the fucking rails here, folks. Yeah. This is where it's going to happen and we're screwed. What screwed. are the odds of that? He hit, I've never seen a hit someone hit the post on an empty net across all the way in the other own, zone. That is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's what you nice win team. prizes, right? You ping yeah. it off a bar or something and yeah. they give you a brand new car. Like, that's what it is right there. Yeah. A wide open net, but you got to hit the left post. Yeah, but like, uh, instead you get a free beer from a Jersey fan. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, okay. I think that's absolute garbage. Okay. I know, I know Toronto <laughs> fans did it at a Blue Jay game. Okay. But listen, if you're going to go to a professional sports game, and I know it sucks that you had three goals called back, but go look at the rules. They are what they are. You're lucky on the second one, you didn't get a penalty to go with it because that was pure interference. Anywhere else on the ice, you knock a player down like that, incidentally, it's a penalty. It happens yeah. to Leafs all the time. Welcome to what Leafs fans feel on a daily basis during a game. But, the first one, clear as day, impeding goalie from not being able to move. That is simple thing. You're in it could have gone either way. I think. I think that one could have gone either way. I'm good with – obviously, I'm good with the no goal, but – Mitch Mitch wasn't impeding him. He wasn't pushing him at all. He, nope. he yeah, I mean, you cannot be in the blue paint yeah. restricting the goaltender's was, movement. They were skate like, on skate, and Murray could not move over to stop that shot. And if Murray were to move over to where he was supposed to be, the deflection doesn't even happen to go into the net because he's already in that position to stop the initial shot. But he can't get there to get to that shot because he's being impeded. Now, the third goal being disallowed, it's a kicking motion. It's distinct. Even Lindy Ruff. That was was an extreme kicking motion. Can I uh, ask you guys something? So if he kicks it and it goes off of a devil's player, now is that a good goal? It is a good goal, yeah. That's a good goal, even if it just, like, hits off. Because you, you're allowed to kick the puck to pass it to someone, right? Yeah. So if you True. kick it and then they put it in the net, that's that's fine. Yeah. But that's why they're saying yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah, you pick it off a leaf player and it's it's your goal no matter so what. It's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So because so it went off the leaf player. Stick on the other side, it would have been a good goal. But it didn't. That's what they were looking at, at to begin with. It's but, because um, it was the, he was the last player to, to touch right. it. He was the last he devil's kicked, player to touch it. it. Makes sense. It could touch 50 Leafs all the way around the ice and then go and in the net. He kicked it, so kicked it in. But I know it sucks to have three goals called back, but each of those, you break it down after your emotion settles and you realize those are no goals. There's just no goals. And it is what it is. But to pepper the ice with stuff. Like we talked about, you bust open a Jack Hughes or, <laughs> or God forbid, you hit a linesman or a referee or something or whatever happens. Or I something. think that would have been called. I think but, if you hit the ref, they would have called the game. Right they there. could have called a penalty. They should have called a penalty because they did call the penalty in Florida when they threw the rats in the ice. Really? Florida fans caused the Florida Panthers a two-minute delay a game penalty, and it should have been called tonight. It should have been. That's what I was saying on TikTok Live tonight. I was like, why yeah, why are they not being called for a penalty? I, like I knew it was possible. What but like in Florida, I did, I never heard of, I like I, I heard about the rats, rats on the yeah. ice, but the, that was uh during the playoff series when they would score. It was during a playoff series, yeah, and they got the uh the two minute delay game for holding it up. Um wow. yeah, it was just nuts. It was uh, I don't know what the situation was that led to it. I don't even think it was a goal. I think it oh. was just they threw the rats on the ice because gotcha. they're pissed okay. about something. Okay. So it became something different. They also warned Detroit Red Wing fans of the same thing about throwing the squids on the ice. Mm-hmm. That was another thing where they said, hey, if you throw the squid on the ice, it's on the announcement. Who brings but, the squid into the arena? Someone just man, from the, from the, I watched from the them around. Store. I, I, I remember watching it around the time that Don Cherry was like really into watching like yeah. – Detroit playoff games, and there was there was several fans that would throw them on the ice all the time. That's Definitely. crazy. No, it is nuts. It is nuts. But you know what? Here's another thing about tonight, guys, and this is something that I really am paying a lot of more attention to 
as uh, I become a, an older gentleman and get grumpier about things. The Leafs were very active physically to start the game. Throughout the game, it seemed to stick pretty well. One thing they were doing was winning a lot of stick and puck battles. They were stripping pucks and doing different things. It was a full committee effort. And I said to Pete before you got here tonight, Dilly, because you were so damn late, that, you know, if the Leafs play like that and keep that attention to detail, they can go pretty damn far. Because mm-hmm. Matt Murray looked like a chef's kiss star. Like, he was stopping some 10-bell ones. That one where before the puck was kicked in where he made that save, that was a beauty. And he's looking healthy. So yes. he's looking very confident. Excited. Very confident. Like those last, I, I, I'm going to drill the, the last five minutes of that game was so much. Like we've been beating the drum of trying to find that goalie to get the key saves and the key moments. And he, he did that. He caught, he, he cooled himself. He was like, yeah, I got this. And it's like, so Jordy Ben buys uh, just to jump in here. This just came out from uh, Sheldon Keefe uh, has an upper body injury. And they do not know the extent of it yet. That means uh, update likely tomorrow. So that's bad, ladies and gentlemen. Find us another defenseman. This is unbelievable. Like, do we have the most injured players in the league right now? We have definitely. We like is what's the record for having most injuries? Uh, we are gonna break it. I, I would say Washington's up there. Montreal last year, actually, guys. Remember, they were basically almost unable to ice a team for Montreal, let alone Laval, as they called up so many players and they had no one to play in Laval. So it was bad last year. But, yeah, so Jordy Ben, guys, um, and anybody who's listening right now, uh, appears to be set to miss some time here with the Toronto Maple Leafs again. Absolutely sucks, but hey, welcome to the team, mm. Connor Timmons, right into the fire. Let's go. Yeah, uh, I'll probably there. get a look as well. My buddy. So, um, just to go back to the the goaltending, is it too early to get excited about Matt Murray, or should no. we expect another injury coming up, or is he gonna oh, go off? Why would or... you even say that? Hey, what are you doing, Pete? Pete, I'm clipping this because when he gets hurt, how could you blame him for getting worried about injury? Oh, you're gonna jinx it. There's no, I'm not a jinx, guys. Come on, listen. Here's one good thing, okay? I've told you guys this numerous times. A lot of players come to the Toronto Maple Leafs because of the medical department the Leafs have, and obviously, they're doing a pretty damn good job of keeping Matt Murray healthy right now. So, let's just hope that they can keep him rocking and rolling. But, Pete, it's I told you this before Dylan jumped on because Dylan was so fashionably late. Um, and I'm going to keep ripping on that all night long because I get to do it because I haven't been here for a little while. So now I'm back, uh, I'm at least back. I hope anyways. But um, uh, Matt Murray and Eric Shalgren, um and Ilya Samsonov. Um, maybe not Shalgren so much, but Sammy. Sonar, man. Sonar looking great before he went down, by yep. the way. Matt yep. Murray now is what, three, one and one? Yeah. What's uh, the status yeah. on uh, Sammy or Sonar? Sonar is in the uh, traveling with the team. I do believe he starts this weekend. I think he starts Friday's game in mini. By the way, everyone, mini's game. It's 2 o'clock on Friday. Oh, trust me. Oh, oh, yes. I have half day Friday. I took You are in the Fan Talk Fantasy Hockey League. Don't get grumpy at me when you don't set your lines or you want to go pick somebody up, but everything locks early. Just put that out there. I drive the night before, people. The night before. Yeah, but I'm just putting it out there just so everyone knows Leafs Nation. It is going to be an early game day on Friday. And, yeah, we uh, we probably might see Sonar in one of those games. He's progressed to where he is, so I'm pumped up for that. Um, I want to see this tandem roll. What's up, Dilly? You got one finger up. You going somewhere? You got to be late again? No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, go, continue with the, the goal. <laughs> I, want to, I want to mention one thing about the New Jersey game before we – like. Continue. Oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll touch on the New Jersey game again. But, no, we're just talking about the, the, the tenders. So both um, – Matt Murray, I'm excited for him, man. I was excited for him to be before the season team has started. Ooh. I was excited for Elias Samson. I said they both have things to prove. And so far, both goaltenders have come out and just bit down on the mouth guard and said, no, I got shit to prove and things I want to do. And it starts right here with the blue and white. Let's go. You know, you're not wearing white. You know one thing blue that Matt Murray has proved here? That Ottawa was a very crappy team. 
because yeah. even with our own AHL defense corps in front of them, which is what it is, because these guys haven't really played full seasons, Lilligren, Sandine, Ben, whoever you want to call it, because our regular guys aren't there, they're still better than what Ottawa had. And by the way, Ottawa fans, where are you at? That's exactly I what I was going to say. Really really up, right man. They've been really quiet on Twitter, eh? They're the, what are they, second last? Johnny, Johnny Trache, we love you. We love you to the moon and back. This is the PA guy for the Ottawa Senators. He's a big fan of the show. Always a great guy to talk to. Yeah. Um, we're just chirping, man, because we were getting snow jobbed all summer about he how was... infinite the top six of the Ottawa Senators was, that it was going to shake the whole Atlantic division. But unfortunately, it seems to be shaking its own boots. I thought it was going to be good. I mean, I had them making the playoffs this year, and now I look like an idiot, and I picked the Bruins to not make the playoffs. That's and- what I. That's my thought, too. I thought the old vets were going to hit the road, and this young team was going to come storming. But I beat the drum of that damn defense, defense core the entire preseason. They suck, monkey. Um, yeah, they suck. They suck big time. What, and what did you want to say there, Jones? Monkey what? <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone, boys. Leave it alone. Draw it on a Christmas tree. You want to put some balls I, I on feel, it? I feel bad for Shabbat, man. They're, they're like running him into the ground, dude. Like, he can only do so much. They're fritt- <clears throat> They're a young guy that they what happened? You know, believed what in happened? so what much. Legend of Kina Zaitsev. Oh, Zaitsev, he's fighting people on Instagram and Twitter now. Yeah, fair enough. We are going to touch on the Ottawa Senators here in a little bit on the show as well. Uh, it is coming up. If you guys check the pregame notes, we got some notes on the Sens today when we go around the NHL with a couple of stories. But, uh, Dylan, you have one more thought you want to throw out there on the Devils game tonight. Go ahead and fire it up. Pointus freaking Holmberg. The homie what man. A freaking goal! The homie, I, love I like that. that. I love that goal. I like. I'm just like yes, yes, yes. Yeah! You freaking he look easy too. He's like he's done it a thousand times, and his oh, celebration just gave me chills. Was, that was amazing to see. He was so popular. no, it was absolutely awesome for for homie there, man. I'm glad Holmberg mm. scored. And by the way, can I put my hand up and say that uh, during the preseason, who said that they really liked this game? I did say numerous times that I liked this game. Liked the way he played and thought that he should have made the team out of camp. That was one guy that I had on my radar. And if you go back and watch my preseason prediction season videos, I was hyping that guy up because I thought the home train was going to come through. But now the homie's here, so let's go. Let's go, homie. Love these nicknames. (laughs) So, yeah, Leafs break the streak of the New Jersey Devils. It's absolutely amazing. But here comes the fun because now you have Minnesota at 2 p.m., on Friday, then you play Pittsburgh, then you play Detroit on Monday. So the games do not stop. They're coming fast and furious for the Maple Leafs. I'm wondering, guys, going in and playing mini, Kirill Kaprizov is starting to heat up, and we know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Last year it was some fun, some magic when they played the Minnesota Wild because it was a probably one of the best lives I ever did on TikTok where everybody was just going wild. It was fun, no pun intended. But um, what are we expecting here for the Maple Leafs? This is a big win. It's it's an what awkward time to play. Out. They never. I feel like they never win those games where they play five or like two p.m. one p.m. They get except for that one Carolina kids game. That was yeah. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Um, yeah. I just want to remind you of that one. Yeah, but that game was that game was nonsense. They blew like a three or four goal lead or something, and then they. Or, I I can't remember. That like, was the beautiful uh, spinorama pass. Uh, Matthews did, I think. Yeah. I remember watching that at work and like I was watching in the lunchroom and people were like, Pete, are you okay? I was like, Martyr just did that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the Martyr stirring the strick or stirring yeah. the drink with the stick, man. Yeah, but the, the 2 p.m. game, I don't know. I got a bad feeling about it. I took a half day on work, uh, not to watch the game, but I it's convenient that uh, it's 2 p.m. and I can watch it at. Uh, what a Chuck's Roadhouse to, to watch the game for my birthday. So shout out to my birthday. Oh, <laughs> birthday. I'm going to do a prediction season video for the first time in a very long time. And I'm going to have to hype the birthday man up himself. Make sure the birthday wishes come flying in for Pete. The goddamn Hollywood man heat. 10K. 10K. 10K, 10K on TikTok. I'm a celebrity at this point, right? Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's go. You're going to get go. the, pro- you're going to get promotions coming in like through the door. Oh, I'm an influencer. Listen, listen. 
But the the mug on that guy there, the way he looks, come on now. Look at that guy with the hair. He's Rico Suave oh. right there. <laughs> Look at that. He's going to be up there. He's going to be doing all the modeling stuff. Be like, listen, oh, listen. I put some money in the A little bit of blow dry. A little bit of hair gel. Yeah. Brought to you by Pete the Heat Industries. Oh, that. I'm going to get my own product one day. We'll see, boys. Let's see. Some <laughs> hair get product. Pete the Heat like mug mugs. Dude, we got to set up an online merch shop because there's so many little things that have been said on the show. Funny, people at work said they would buy, like, if I made a tube, like, put flames on it or something. I don't know. (laughs) Pete, love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Let's go around the NHL here, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, the Leafs are doing their thing, winning the game, breaking the streak. I love it. The breaker of streaks. Someone should do a Game of Thrones meme right there. Just have like uh, Pontus Holmberg being the breaker chain, mm-hmm. and just have thirteen links of a chain. Not gonna lie, I never watched Game of Thrones. I watched. Oh, the wah, wah. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Sorry, yeah, the yeah. scene. I'm like, for that reason, I'm out. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, let's go around the league. There's a guy that just uh, can't seem to catch a break, except for his nose, which is Jack Campbell. Don't know how he's doing tonight between the pipes, but uh, Jack Campbell, man. I think the Leafs dodged the bully because that uh, does not seem to be uh, a goaltender that they Edmonton Oilers want to start. This is his first start in 13 days. That's a a little bit of a long streak, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You know what? Campbell, you know what? At least he stopped a puck the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw Rick Rowley say that I'm not taking credit, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm so grateful that I have Allmark. Uh, in my fantasy, that's not for much longer. Did I? I started. I didn't start. I mean, the truck. I didn't know. I thought Allmark was starting in fantasy, but anyways, um, yeah, poor Jack Campbell. Honestly, I'm a little. I'm kind of okay with it. If he went to like say New Jersey or some other team, I would feel a lot worse. But because he's on Edmonton and their fans are a little ruthless in my comment section, I just feel a little bit better. Oh my god, Jack is getting lit up, ladies and gentlemen. It's oh, this poor game is over. If he gets pulled tonight, I still have uh, Stuart Skinner in my lineup. So that no, the game's over. Game. They lost. Oh, they lost oh, three okay. Oh damn. I, okay, never mind then. Yeah, damn. soup. The soup is burnt. He's slipping on soup and net. Ooh, no <sighs> soup du jour in Edmonton. That's for sure. Do you guys feel bad for soup or no? Yes. Listen, seasonal depression. I was a genuinely good guy too. So seasonal yeah. depression is going hard for him right now. Listen, I feel bad for Jack Campbell the person. I don't feel it bad for Jack Campbell the player. Fair um, enough. The Leafs told him. The Leafs told him what he was worth because of what he has done. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm worth more. Well, now you're playing on a team. You're probably going to get bought out, so you're probably not going to get all the money you're owed because they're going to buy you out, not this season, probably next, if this continues. And you just sign. You're in year one of a five-year deal. Edmonton don't hang on to people that don't play well. James, if he's bought out, how much money is like? How does that work? Like, what you got to go to Cap Friendly and use the the bio calculator. Oh, okay. So it'll be uh, it'll be different as you go along in the years. Right. There may be a year, it may be year three, it may be year two, where that buyout ends up being a lower hit for the Oilers going across Gosh. than it would be. So those are things. Go look at that. It's a fun thing to play with because there was a lot of people doing it this summer for John Tavares. Because really? they want to see what the bio would be on Tavares. Did you see that stat of John Tavares of his like first 300 games versus yeah. his first 300 games with the Leafs? <laughs> like, that's insane. Did somebody want to become a Toronto Maple Leaf? I think so. I think so. But um, speaking speaking of guys kind of coming back and that may have been bio candidates themselves, what about Tyler Sagan and Jamie Penn? Ratcheting it up in Dallas. Both guys looking like... They've rolled back the clock. Both been told that they would never get to their old levels. But hello, knocking on the door. They're looking like the old Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan ripping it up in Dallas, which is scary for the rest of the Western Conference. When you add in guys like Rupe Hintz and Robertson over there doing their thing and Jake Ottinger between the pipes. Oh, 
it's looking like a pretty damn solid team. So what do we feel about Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan? Is it sustainable? Is the question. How old are they now? They're pretty they're up there. I see Ben's fighting. He's throwing the knuckles here and there. Um still a tough guy like his brother, but um Tyler Sagan, he he's a pure goal scorer. If he's gonna he can definitely find his game again. They I mean they they took this team to a Stanley Cup, what, two years ago? I put ten dollars on them a few weeks ago just because the odds were so good. I was like, they look good. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this ten dollar bet. It's gonna pay me out a hundred or 120, whatever it was. Um, I I mean, Jake Ottinger looks phenomenal. How's Jason Robertson doing? He's he's doing oh, okay. Buddy. Like, he's on fire. He's on fire. I should have never yeah, so, like This team, they, they look like they're the real deal, and they could make a run in the playoffs, give Colorado a run for their money. So good for them. Yeah, Ottinger picked up right where he left off from last year. What's yeah. up, Billy? I, I love Jake. I love Jason. These kids, these kids bet on themselves. And I know I said this in the off season and they definitely should have, they're going to get paid when those contracts are up because they're well-deserving of it. Well, yeah. Is Jason Robertson already underpaid for what he's doing? Absolutely. He's 10 points. He's 10 points over a point per game. Mm -hmm. He's right. He is seven, two and two with a two eighteen goals against average. Oh, geez. And uh, nine twenty nine save percentage. Hey, go, go look at uh, Ilya Samsonov's numbers, bud. He's oh, looking pretty good too. He's up there in the save percentage and stuff. So thank I'm God liking that. RFA. What's that? I said, thank God he's an RFA. Yeah, no, I think the Leafs will. Uh, the Leafs might hang on to him. I don't Do know. You know what the qualifying offer was for? Um... It would be like it would. It no, would be... I do oh. know what it was. I think oh, it was two million dollars. To qualify him. Yeah, for Washington. I believe <laughs> I believe that's what I heard on Steve Dangles. Two million dollars just to qualify. Jesus, and man. They did not want to pay him. This is a guy that they called Andre Vasilevsky light when he came into the league. He's still young. He trains with so, him too, right? He does. He trains with him. He trains with uh uh Shishterkin as well in the offseason. So he's picking up those habits. I mean, this may be a guy where the Leafs get some found money here where they have them under control as well. Um, another thing, the trades seem to be starting to happen. The Leafs make the Connor Timmons move and the New York Rangers deal Ryan Reeves to the Minnesota Wild. So these things happen pretty quickly. So I'm wondering if teams now, where we're getting closer this weekend is American Thanksgiving. That is the benchmark to, if you're out of it at this point, you're usually out of it for good. There's a couple teams that may make runs, but if you're not in and you're pretty gapped out, this is where you start to see the separation of where the teams can make moves. Um, and that means maybe at least pick up the phone and call Columbus and say, hey, uh, what about Gavrikov? What are you doing with that guy? Can we get him over here? I know he's a left-hand D, but he's physical, and we can use him now that Jordy Ben's probably going to be out for a little bit. Why not? And he's cheap. Cards, yeah, but here's the thing. Seattle's rolling. Why do they want to get rid of Carson Susie? Seattle's looking good. Why does Seattle want to play good? Why don't they want to play good? Do you good? think they're going to make the playoffs? I, I got some sneaking inclination that that team's going to do some damage. Martin Jones looks really good. For <clears throat> Which is a surprise. Do you th- what, do you, what are your guys' thoughts on um, Shane Wright, though? Like, is it- uh, I think Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman said it the best. Yep. He's going to be... Sent down. No, he can't be now because he played. That resets what? the clock. No, no, he was he was down he in the down. AHL. No, he played last night. I think in the NHL and scored oh, a goal. I thought he got sent down. No, I could be wrong. I thought he I scored a goal. Wrong, James. Shane. No, Ray. he got sent down. He has a he has a. Is it five game or ten game? Ten game conditioning stint. Yes, and then he can he's eligible to come back for the game against Montreal, which people are thinking that he they're gonna play him because he wants to prove to Montreal yeah. that he was well deserving. Then we'll picked. And then I think the following day or two is when the uh the players report for the training camp yeah, for, in Moncton, yeah. yeah. So hey, listen, I was right. Okay, I don't Shane Wright. He did score a goal last night but it was in the AHL. 
Oh, we scored a nifty goal. So I had the goal scoring right, so not the down. NHL right. My apologies. So he was sent down. He was sent down. So he's, he's on the thing. So that's what's going to happen with Shane, right? And then he's going to be because the he's other been... part of that too is they don't want him to play for the Kingston Frontenacs either. No, he's because... too good for that. I think. Well, no, 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 no. It's not even to do with that. It's because the Kingston Frontenacs suck ass. So they want to get. They want him to be traded. In January to a contending team. So I, well, I think it's 32 thoughts. Yes, they're going to go to the Pete's because of Brendan Othman, yeah. who is his buddy from uh, from the well, Flyers, Domino Flyers. Yes, thank you. Look yes, at the I, connections. Look at that. Boy's been away from the pod a little while. Now, I remember I'm, I'm back to Shane Ray. I mean, like, he's like, did, how did the te- these teams see this kid? Like, I mean, like Montreal and two, who are the two other teams that skipped on him? How did New they Jersey and uh, Seattle? No, they, Seattle picked him. Who, like, do you think you, you know why Yuri Slavkovsky went first, right? Because of his big frame. No, because Yuri Slavkovsky played more hockey than Shane Wright did in the past two seasons. Because the OHL shut down a lot because of COVID. Mm. So Shane Wright didn't get to play. Right. So his development was stunted. It's the same thing with, uh, just to bring it back to the least we always do, it's Nick Robertson syndrome. Go look at how many games Nick Robertson's played in the past two years. It's barely, it's under 50 games total between the AHL and NHL in the past two seasons. I a lot of hockey for a guy to develop. Same thing with Shane Wright. He didn't get to play a whole hell of a lot. Because now, the OHL was supposed to start and never did. So what? Like, why was that? So why didn't they go overseas to play? Were they being told that they were going to play? They were kept being told that they were going to start. If you remember the the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League here in Nova Scotia two years they were, ago, they were playing. We started. We started in October on October third on my anniversary. I was watching a OHR Quebec Major Junior Hockey League game in. The, the hotel we were saying, the uh, whatever Ocean Stone we were saying at, I was watching the game. It was the first actual game back for any of the major junior leagues yeah. across Canada. Yeah. But the OHL kept telling their players, "Yes, we're going to come. Yes, we're going to come. Yes, we're going." And it didn't happen. It did. Then it ended up not happening. And that's why they're talking about the same thing with Quentin Byfield and a lot of other players that were supposed to be a further along in their development. They're not because they didn't get to play. The same thing happened to Nick Robertson. He had nowhere to play. He couldn't go back and play for, I think he was with the Peets too, wasn't he? Yep. So he didn't get a chance to play. Uh, SDA, Sergei Anshinov, he didn't play. So a lot of guys that were in that development mix missed out. And that's why Shane Wright didn't go first because everyone thought, well, Yuri Slavkovsky, he's been playing over in Europe. He played here. He played there. He's got more game experience. He's been developing better than other players. So that's why I think Shane Wright dropped to where he did. And that's why I think Shane Wright needs to play. He yeah. just needs to play. And this will give him a chance in the AHL on the stint. Dylan, you're right. Then he'll go to the World Juniors. He'll probably rip it up a little bit there. Then probably get traded somewhere to a good team, whether I, it's Peterborough or London or something. London. London. Come to London. I'll go and watch your games. <laughs> there you go. You got a ringing endorsement there, Mr. Shane Wright. You'll have D434 in your corner. Yeah, but, um, but that's the reason why for Shane Wright. That's just simple and plain. He hasn't got to play hockey. And a lot of these guys haven't. And again, like I said, I bring it back to Nick Robertson. I think it's total. He's got 46 games or something the past two years because yeah. of injuries and the COVID. So, I mean, that's just – that doesn't bode well for a player who's trying to develop his game and try to find his footing in whatever league. And, I mean – is he too good for the the AHL? Probably, but could he benefit from just playing hockey? Nick Robertson, yes. But if he's playing now with Marner and Tavares, I'm so stoked. When did when did COVID begin? Nineteen. It began in 2020. It was the March is when everything shut the down. Lockdown, yeah, yeah. Because I got back from Florida after watching two games in Tampa. And we came back, and the next week, everything was shut down. And we were joking, eating breakfast at Maggie Mae's. Shadow Maggie Mae's in, uh, in Florida. You know what's funny? You just brought up a memory, because I was literally in San Jose a week before the lockdown watching the Leafs play. And there you go. 
I saw right. Marner and Matthews have a highlight reel goal, and I was just I was going wild in the stadium. I was like the only one there. I was wearing Leaf jerseys at Tampa games, get laughed at by their mascot. Oh, but yeah. to finish my yeah. thought, Dylan, before you jump in, I was talking about licking doorknobs with my brother-in-law so we could stay in Florida for two weeks because we'd have to quarantine, right? And they weren't taking it seriously there. We never knew how serious it was about to be, right? I mean, yeah. insane. Go ahead, Dilly. I was at uh, the last Leafs game before it shut down. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, I remember Nashville coming to town. That's and the, the game. bags were all here and they didn't play. No, they were sorry. Tampa was the last game. Yes. Yeah. Tampa and then Nashville, we, my buddy was scheduled to go and didn't get to go. Damn. All right. So we were talking about the Ottawa Senators earlier and things that they may be able to do or may not be able to do. And again, Dylan, you seem like you listen to the same stuff I do. So it Most does appear the Ottawa Senators probably won't be able to make any more moves because they are getting ready to be sold. And what do you not want to do before you do a sale? You do not want to add more money to your organization to inflate the bottom line. So everyone seems to like what the line is right now, knowing that Batherson and Norris and all of these young guys are signed. But then you go and say, well, we're going to trade for a Jakob Chikrin and bring in four more million dollars, and we're going to dead cap Zaitsev or something along those lines. That's not going to look good for the people that are buying this team. So you want the waters to be calm financially. It may not be calm on the ice, but you have to have belief in these guys that you've signed, the Giroux, and you know you got to bring Cat where you want to give him an extension, but you probably can't right now because you got Ryan Reynolds running around saying he needs a sugar mommy and daddy to help him buy the Ottawa Senators, which it looks like he's going to get. I really hope he buys it. That would be so good for the franchise if he buys that. It would be so good for the NHL. Yes, agreed. I have a strange question, and Mm. it's because I don't understand. Does the NHL team share its, like, salary in a a little bit of a way with their AHL team, or does the AHL team just hold its own, and whatever is getting sent down to them is what gets sent down to them? You know what I mean? Well, I think it's uh, it's all affiliations, right? That's why you see all these deals, these affiliation deals signed. So I think it, like just use Toronto as an example, and we'll we use Wayne Simmons on a one one way deal, right? If he gets sent down, he's still getting paid his million dollars. Yeah. So and I think that's the Leafs who pay that. Um, I, I think it's all connected to the same organization. Um, I know the Marlies are owned by MLC, MLC so that's all under the same like- branch. Because I know that some some teams AHL team changes and moves and whatever. So yeah, it's weird. I think it's all whatever the affiliation agreement is between the team and the NHL team. Uh, And there's some teams out there that were are split. I know when Vegas came in uh, before they had the Henderson Silver Knights, um, they were Chicago Wolves. No, yeah, they were Silver Knights now. But they they had a split agreement. Yeah. where they were sharing an AHL team with another NHL team. Yeah, I think it was Carolina. I thought it was yeah, Chicago. Charlie Checkers or something. Yeah. Before they went to Fox. Who's, the, who's Seattle's AHL affiliate? Uh, right now, Seattle's Coachella right now. It is Coachella, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's where – because we all know Shane Wright's there. Um, right. But, yeah, so I think that's the way it shakes out. It's whatever the affiliation agreement is and whatever whoever owns the team, really – Right, so if Ottawa owns Belleville or whatever it is, that's the way that it shakes out to be. But I know Toronto owns the Marlies, and certain teams own their own AHL teams outright. I think that's the whole reason why Vancouver tried to get their AHL team closer to them by making moves, right? Because then, then you have more control. Your fingers are on it more. And the distance of travel is enough. Travel travel was atrocious for them. Crazy, crazy. crazy. They were in Abbotsford, right? Or are I think they're in Abbotsford now. I forget where they were. You guys remember when the Leafs had the Solar Bears as their ECHL team? Yep. That was great. That team is wild in the, the ECHL. They have great facilities. Yes. John has a fundraiser on right now. Yeah. I, I definitely Good to John Hill. Yes. Go check him out over on TikTok. Make sure you get in on his fundraiser. Shout out to Johnny Boy. Yes. We'll have to clip this and throw it up. Um, but yeah, Jets. The Leafs pick up a huge victory. Over the New Jersey Devils. This week so far, they are 1-0-1. Oh, 
They now have points, by the way, in 12 games. Or, no, hang on. It's 12 of 13 games. Okay, 12 of 13 say, games uh, that he's up more than. So we're going to look at our own What's streakers. the record right now? It's like 11 and 10. Uh, the Leafs? Like, the Leafs are 11, 5, and 5. So they're 11 and 10, which is so weird. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about this loser point, but it's like you're an 11 and 10. Here. How would this one sound? 16, 5, and 0. Oh. Because if the Leafs won those, or 17, 5, and 0, oh, or whatever it would be, if you win those five games, you're, you're, it could go either way, right? Yeah. So imagine the Leafs did that. They'd be one of the top teams in the yeah. NHL. By the way, which they still are. I made the post the other day, second in the Atlantic. Third in the East, fifth overall in the NHL. The sky is not falling, guys. It's just not falling. Remember when it was falling in October? And then, and then no, they started winning. October. Leafs you know, you know what? I, fans like me and you and Dilly, we were the ones getting garbage thrown at us by the rest of the Leafs yeah, we were. earlier in the season, okay? To bring it back full circle to tonight, we were getting shit pelted at hey. us because we were like, hey, it's Cut okay. It out. It's Relax. okay. You know, we like Matt Murray. We like Helios Samsonov. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> you know, there was what do you crazy. mean? You're crazy. You're delusional. <laughs> but the Leafs are 11 5 and 5. Uh, the mini game, Pete says they're not going to win. I think they're going to pick it up. Um, I think they might lose to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday night. Um, but it all depends who's between the pipes, whether it's Sonar. Or whether it's going to be Eric Shawgren. If it's Shawgren, we shall grin and bear it because that's what it will be when he is between the pipes. But, ladies and gentlemen, this right here with myself, Pete the Heat, and D434 over on the TikTok, the 10K man himself, Pete the Heat. This right here is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Leafs and hockey comes to talk. <laughs> 